The Chicago White Sox beat the Detroit Tigers 9-5 on Monday night. Lance Lynn made his debut. Uh, There was expected rust, but it was great to have him and all of his energy back in the rotation. A depleted bullpen covered a lot of innings. Tanner Banks pitching in back-to-back games. Uh, White Sox had 15 hits, and two of them uh, were big home runs from Jose Abreu. Sox and Dylan Cease to the mound on Tuesday to try to make it two in a row in Detroit. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked on White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Uh, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Uh, this podcast exclusive includes engagement. Uh, use code LOCKDOWN at checkout. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Borowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, it's Dylan C's day, and he has been outstanding in Detroit during his career. Uh, Lance Lynn made his 2022 debut and brought the fire. Uh, but first, Sox offense continues to put up some runs. Hey, state of the Sox, uh, Sox are now 28 and 31 chasing the twins in the AL central uh, before the game, some news and notes to get to. I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, Yasmani Grandal kind of as expected was placed on the 10 day IL, but not with a hamstring issue, but with lower back spasms, um, you know, stay tuned with Grandal just when he was starting to heat up for us. Um the Sox essentially released a uh, bullpen arm Ryan Burr and uh, Kopech. A lot going on with Kopech. Obviously, he threw those 13 pitches on Sunday and had to leave the game. Looked like an ankle issue. We found out it was right knee discomfort. Sounds like he had some fluid drained out of his knee and might still be able to go on Sunday against Houston. That is a primetime game. They've shifted that from a day game. I believe it's a six o'clock start. Uh, If he can't go, it sounds like Lance Lynn would go. You don't want to rush Michael Kopech, obviously. I mean, he has been, he's really been the star. He has been must-see TV when he pitches. Uh, But if it's no big deal, I guess, um, hopefully uh, they will keep a, you know, close eye on him and uh, he can go on Sunday. Just glad it's not an arm issue, right? Uh, last time the White Sox were in Detroit, it was opening day series. Um, heading into the game, Detroit was 11 games under 500, but the way the Sox have been playing, you know, it didn't really uh, matter. 
Sacks have been scoring some runs, though. Sacks scored 23 runs during the Rangers series, but lost two of three. Sacks scored 14 runs during the Dodgers series, but lost two of three. So it's been nice to see the Sacks scoring some runs finally in bunches, but we need to have that start translating into wins. Monday night was a big one. Sacks won nine to five. Uh, nice to see another fairly consistent lineup uh, featuring A.J. Pollock at the top, and he's been swinging the bat well, seeming to get comfortable. Interesting how that works when guys start hitting in the same spot uh, day after day after day, uh, they start getting comfortable. I'm um, wondering if that's the, the correlation there, but uh, Sox scored right away in the first. Uh, Pollock gets on. It was actually nice to see Pollock round first without an injury. Remember back in that Detroit series, uh, he had that hamstring injury uh, after hitting a base hit and rounding first. So he was able to stay healthy in this game. Uh, Vaughn and, and then Abreu coming up with a big two-run uh, home run. Sacks go up 2-0 early, which I think is a big deal for a guy like Lance Lynn, who hasn't pitched at all at the big league level. Uh, getting that run support right away, important. Um, fourth inning. Uh, we'll take you to uh, Jake Berger getting hit on the hand. The last guy you want to see getting hit on the hand right now uh, or the wrist uh, is Jake Berger. It, it didn't look comfortable. He actually uh, stayed in the game and finished the at-bat. Um, you could see him wincing in pain as he came off the field. We were told during the game that x-rays were a negative. I, I have a feeling he's going to be sore and I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, if he misses a, a day, knowing you know how things go with our White Sox. But thankfully, X-rays negative uh, couldn't happen to a worse guy right now. He has been swinging such a hot bat. Uh, fifth inning, things get really interesting. Reese McGuire led off with a double. You know, I know Reese McGuire's numbers aren't you know amazing, but he just it just feels like he gets a double. He gets a base hit when we need it. Um, I, again, not, not the guy that we thought was going to be the answer in the catcher spot, uh, but leads off with a double. And then Danny Mendick, another guy that has been making, uh, his time, his playing time the most, uh, with an RBI single it's three, three white sacks, uh, Pollock with another hit, uh, still nobody out Vaughn hits into a double play. Then Robert finally. Feels like forever, right? That he's been swinging a hot stick. Shoots one in the left center. Mendick scores four three White Sox, and then Zavala came in to pinch it for Berger. That's when we knew kind of that he was out. Uh, Danny Mendick can't say enough about this guy. He had some uh, some plays in the in the defense uh, at second base. You know, at shortstop, wherever he can play. Uh, he's been making the most of it. Um, you know, he didn't go crazy with the bat on Monday, but. Still, you know, you know, he's battling. That, that's the thing that you like about this guy. Like he keeps fighting, keeps getting a, a big hit when needed. And it, it's been a nice run for him lately. I, I really hope when T.A. comes back and, and it could be soon, um, he slides over to second base. I feel like he's earned it. Uh, sixth inning, uh, White Sox uh, added again. Mancata and Garcia with base hits to lead things off. Sox have two on, nobody out. Uh, McGuire bunts. Uh, Chafin throws wildly to third. That ball sails in a left field. Mancata scores. Garcia scores. It's six three White Sox. You know, again, you could make a case like, well, maybe it's not the right idea to bunt because McGuire just had a double previously. 
in the fifth. But hey, you know, the Sox, they've been scoring runs, but just trying to kind of pile it on at this point, especially with Lynn on the mound in a depleted bullpen. Uh, you never know. Uh, we, we've seen some crazy stuff this past weekend. So, uh, and, and look what happened. You know, you force the defense to make a play. Uh, ball flies into left field and you get two runs for it. Vaughn had a base hit. McGuire scored at seven to three sacks uh, in the sixth. We'll flash uh, to the ninth. Jose Abreu up again with a monster to dead center. Two run home run. Mercy. Uh, he loves playing in Detroit. And I, I hope this is him starting to heat up. I hope he can join guys like Berger and and, and Vaughn and, and Pollock, who's been swinging, and Mendick. And uh, and I hope maybe Abreu can carry the team for a bit. Nothing against what Berger or Mendick have been doing for this White Sox team, uh, but it would just be nice for guys that you know we were counting on going into the season to also go on a tear, right? And uh, and just kind of feed off each other. Great to see uh, Abreu with four RBIs. Sacks final offensive numbers, 15 hits, nine runs, three walks. Uh, they struck out 10 times, uh, four extra base hits, two doubles and two home runs. Uh, Mendick was one for four. Pollock, two for five. Garcia, three for five. What a difference being dropped down in the lineup has made, right? You've seen where Garcia has been hitting recently, and he's been getting hits in bunches. Fascinating stuff. Hitting down in the seven, eight, or nine spot makes a huge difference for a guy like Garcia. Good on him for finally getting some hits uh, when put in those situations. Abreu, three for four, two home runs, four RBIs. Sacks were four for 11 with runners in scoring position. The big man, Lance Lynn, is finally back. I'm going to tell you why having Lance Lynn back is such a difference maker. More on that in a moment. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com the ultimate NBA mock draft starts June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. The locked on NBA big board draft experts plus the Odyssey insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search ultimate NBA mock draft and follow now so you won't miss a pick. Uh, so Lance Lynn, finally, we get to see what he can offer this 2022 White Sox team. Uh, we need him. Uh, he, he was so valuable to us in 2021. Spent some time in Charlotte, uh, three games to be exact. And it didn't go very well for him. Um, he gave up 15 hits in those three games, 10 earned runs. You know, but he's a veteran, you're 35 years old, and there's something about his presence. And you just, 
you just felt it when you know he was going to be back regularly, um, you, pumping him into that rotation, the energy he brings, the excitement he brings. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more of the fire that he he had uh, early in the game. Uh, it didn't start off very well for Lancelin. Gave up a home run immediately. He, he was not sharp uh, in this outing, but, you know, that's to be expected. Gave up two runs in the first, one run in the second. Um, you, you just felt it as a Sox fan. Here we go. We had a lead early, and now we're giving this right back. Um, but, uh, you know, it, again, all you just got to have to kind of understand that this is going to happen with a guy like Lance Lynn. He he's going to, he's going to need to get into his groove a little bit. It's going to take a few starts. Uh, he gave up seven hits after two innings. It was three to uh, Detroit. Um, then there was this issue in the dugout. I don't know if you saw it or read about it or saw any of the video. Um, I, I saw some clips on social media and uh, they covered it in the post game. Lynn, Lance Lynn and Joe McEwing, third base coach, Joe McEwing, Getting into a shouting match in the dugout, very animated. Lynn was extremely aggravated and animated on fire. Um, and they talked about, Chuck was talking about in the post game about it could have been something to do with how the defenders were shifting while Lynn was pitching, especially on the right side when he gave up a hit. It seemed like he was very confused in the placement. And I, I think that's one of McEwing's jobs is to be working on shifting our, the infielders. They were going at it. I, I don't know. It, I Hopefully all is well, but it was just kind of nice to see a little bit of fire in the dugout. And, uh, you know, I, Lynn, Lynn settled down after that. Third inning, he went he had a one, two, three inning, 55 pitches after three. Fourth inning, Lynn starts to get in a little bit of a groove, uh, but Detroit had something going on with two outs, runners at the corner. Lynn gets out of it. He's at 78 pitches after four innings. Uh, Lynn did go out there for the fifth, uh, gave up a two-out double, and uh, that was it for him. Lynn's final line, four into third innings, uh, 10 hits, th three earned runs, zero walks, which was great. Loved seeing that. Uh, four strikeouts. He gave you 88 uh, pitches. And as uh, Steve Stone said it, uh, I'm going to just paraphrase. I mean, despite the rust that we saw from Lance Lynn, uh, if he can leave the outing healthy and Tuesday morning he wakes up and he's feeling fine, you know, he might have some aches and pains a little bit with the knee. Um, if he can come out relatively healthy, that's a positive. Uh, Crick came in to finish up the fifth. And then Bennett Souza in the sixth. The White Sox have been re relying on a lot of Bennett Souza lately. Uh, Detroit scores twice to make it 7-5. Uh, Souza came back out for the seventh, gave up nothing. Uh, Souza, not, not the guy folks probably want to see, but he's the guy staying healthy. And right now, with the way the bullpen is, so many people not available, um, problems left and right, this is the guy that we've got to go with. I mean, this is the guy in your life, the friend that is up for anything, is always around, his schedule is always free. Before you even finish asking this friend, you know, do you want to do that? He says, yes. Yep, I'm ready. I can I can go. Uh, even if it's not your best friend in the world, it's just like you can rely on that guy. Uh, that right now is Sousa. We'll see what happens when Joe Kelly comes back, if Sousa is going to stick around. Uh, eighth inning, Banks comes in for back-to-back -back, uh, games. Remember, he gave up nothing in Sunday in his two innings of work. 
Uh, there was a close call, uh, but it was a one, two, three inning for Banks. Then Graveman gets the ninth. Apparently Hendricks is having some arm stiffness. We found out uh, before the game that uh, some discomfort, but Hendricks was going to play catch on Monday. He might be available for Tuesday. So I guess this is why we haven't seen Hendricks for several days because he's been dealing with uh, some arm stiffness. A um, lot of issues going on with our bullpen. A lot of things seemingly kept secret from us. We find out later that these things have been hampering Sox players for several days. Why did they not go on the IL earlier? I, I don't know. Uh, there seems to be limited guys, and we're relying on our starters. Um, Sox are going to try to make it two in a row. And I'm going to tell you why they are sending the right man to the mound on Tuesday. Uh, More on that in a moment. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're just celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Uh, Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Uh, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenile.com today. So, Tuesday is a Dylan Cease day. He is going to the mound. Uh, last time Dylan Cease, uh, Dylan Cease pitched was Thursday, June 9th against the Dodgers. Yes, that June 9th uh, against the Dodgers. The let's walk Trey Turner with a one-two count uh, game uh, June 9th. Uh, Dylan Cease, you remember that game, don't you? Yes. Uh, Dylan Cease went four and two-thirds. Uh, that game gave up six runs, but they were zero were earned. There was that error by Jake Berger. Um, Cease pitched in Detroit uh, back on April 9th and got the win way, way, way back at the beginning of the season. Uh, Dylan Cease is the right man to send to the mound. Uh, Cease is 9-0 and with an ERA of 2.08 and 67 strikeouts in 10 appearances against the Tigers in his career. Uh, that, that, that number is just unheard of. In, in an era where it's very difficult to get wins as a starting pitcher, to have 10 appearances and to be 9-0 and uh, with an ERA of 2.08, I mean, it, it's hopefully we're not, I'm not jinxing him right now, uh, but he needs, a, he needs a good start. Dylan Cease is due for you know, a seven-inning, could he go eight? You know, with with all these bullpen issues, uh, you know, Detroit is is not a very good hitting team. They've got their issues. Again, kind of funny. You know, we thought, well, at least I had a feeling. I don't know about you. Maybe you maybe you were thinking Detroit too. 
Definitely thought Sacks were going to be in first place at this point, almost mid-June. And I thought Detroit was going to be a, a team that was you know, kind of nipping at our heels. We kind of knew they were there, but they were hanging around second place. They've dealt with a bunch of injuries and just things have not happened uh, for them either. Uh, but Dylan Cease, man, uh, if you're going to have if we're, if we're going to have a good start, this is the time to do it. I feel like he's got, you know, a feeling of if he he knows these numbers. Right. So he, there's a comfort there. And it'd be nice to get two in a row, especially against the AL Central. Want to thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked on White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Locked On White Socks your first listen each and every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan. Uh, please call him Sully. Uh, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts coming up on the next episode i'll recap dylan cease's outing and hopefully be breaking down another uh, white sax win appreciate you making time for the lockdown white sax podcast i'm nick morowski until next time go sax